Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends. And she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one. And the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kid's imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today, I want to give a shout out to Noah, who is seven years old. Noah drew some impressive drawings of the tree beasts, some goblins, the magic mirror, and some other pretty cool things that you should totally check out. Thanks for those pictures, Noah, and thanks for listening. Today's episode is about a big change about to take place at the Valley Town Dojo. Today's episode is called The Kid Wizard Mission. This morning, like many others, the ninja were in the dojo listening to Master Momo give out the daily assignments. Arlo and Goose, I want you two to head up to the border of the dark forest. We've lost Dolby's signal. Probably just something the matter with his battery. Whatever you do... Don't enter the forest. If there's anything suspicious, get back to us and we'll all go in there together. Got it? said Momo. Sure thing, Master Momo, said Goose, and he and Arlo ran from the dojo excitedly. Dolby was a robot that the ninjas had up near the dark forest. He was programmed to walk along the border and report any suspicious activity. Our first mission out on our own said Goose to Arlo as they headed north to check on Dolby. I just know we're going to get to blast some cave trolls or something. Right, said Arlo. Like, Momo said it's Dolby's battery, but it's got to be some dark forest beast or something. This is going to be awesome. Arlo and Goose were kids, and they were excited to finally have a chance to prove themselves. And they were also pretty excited to get out there and use their magic powers to battle some bad guys. They reached the dark forest later that day and found Dolby, the robot, hunched over in the shade, right at the edge of the dark forest. He's totally powered down, said Goose. Let's look around for clues. Momo told the kids that it was probably the robot's battery that was the problem, but they were both so excited to play detective and fight bad guys that they didn't even check it. Arlo and Goose had only just started looking on the ground for prints or tracks when they heard noises from the darkness among the trees. Arlo looked at Goose, 
Goose looked at Arlo. Should we go in there? asked Arlo. Um, I don't know, said Goose. Goose and Arlo were conflicted. They knew Momo had told them to stay out of the dark forest, but they were excited. They wanted to prove to the rest of the dojo that they were tough and capable and strong, just like Ben-Ben and Bulis and the other grown-up ninjas. And they really wanted to fight bad guys. The two young wizards smiled at each other and began creeping into the forest. What they heard was a, a snuffling and a shuffling, like a creature breathing heavily in the woods and moving around in the brush. The foliage in the dark forest was thick. The trees were huge and had black bark, and there were thick bushes and vines covering the ground. Arlo and Goose couldn't see very far in front of them. They were moving branches and leaves out of their way as they moved forward. The noise got louder and louder, and now they made out a voice, almost, almost like a person humming. Then, suddenly, and without warning, the ground beneath them gave way, and the boys fell into a deep hole. It wasn't round, like most holes. It was dug in a rectangular shape and was about the size of a refrigerator, only much deeper. They couldn't even come close to reaching up for the edge, not even if they stood on each other's shoulders. They fell hard and dropped to their bottoms and grunted in pain. Before they even stood up, they heard a laughing sound from above them. Not like evil laughter, but the laughter of a child who's just pulled a big prank. They looked up to the opening of the hole. The hole was still close enough to the border of the black forest that some sunlight was shining through. Then a figure poked its head over the hole's opening. Arlo and Goose looked up to see an actual wood sprite. Wood sprites in any forest are quite rare. Some people don't even think they exist. They're not really bad guys. They're not super nice either. They're selfish pranksters with mysterious magical powers. They look a lot like kids of the forest, real dirty with twigs and leaves in their wild hair. I've got you, said the sprite. I've got you two kids creeping around in my forest. You're really in for it now. I'm gonna... But before the sprite could finish his sentence, Goose whipped his magic staff up, pointing it at the opening, and shot a magic blast right up at him. The sprite, with incredible speed, jerked back and dodged his blast, which went shooting up into the trees of the forest. The sprite had dodged so quickly that he fell right on his butt. The boys heard the sprite yell, this time without putting his head over the opening of the hole. Fine, then. Stay down there. Arlo and Goose listened as the sprite stomped off into the woods, the sound of his steps getting fainter and fainter. Well, now what? wondered Arlo. I think we're in trouble. Momo's going to be really upset about this, said Goose. Also, we're stuck in a hole in the dark forest. We might have to be stuck here all night, added Arlo. Goose and Arlo knew that someone would come for them eventually. They just needed to wait. Each one sat down, a bit curled up on the bottom of the hole, 
and fell asleep. When morning came, a bit of sun shone in through the opening of the hole. Arlo and Goose were sleeping. Momo and Bulis and Benben cast shadows on the young ninjas as they peeked over the opening of the hole. Goose was the first to wake. Before he even stood up in the hole, he said, I'm sorry, Master Momo. We, we're both so sorry. We heard things in the forest and we didn't know what to do. We thought someone was in trouble or, or, or that something was going to get us. You didn't know what to do? asked Momo. I told you what to do. I told you not to go in the forest and come get us if there was anything suspicious. Now you got yourself stuck in a hole and tricked by a single wood sprite. Now come on out. Momo dropped a rope down the hole. Goose and Arlo struggled a bit getting out. It's very difficult climbing up a rope, especially in a tight hole with another person, but they made it. Once they emerged from the hole, they walked back to Dolby, where Momo, Bulis, and Benben were waiting for them. Goose and Arlo were surprised to see that Dolby was in perfect working order. Hello, young ninjas, said Dolby. Why are you so dirty? Oh, uh, hey, Dolby. We just climbed out of a hole, so, you know, got a little dirty, said Arlo, a bit embarrassed. What was wrong with Dolby? asked Goose. The solar panels for his battery failed, said Bulis, and his backup battery was knocked out of its housing, so he powered down. A quick fix. Just like I said, probably a problem with the battery, said Momo. I told you boys not to go into the forest. Your first trip out on your own and you do exactly the opposite of what I said. We're really sorry, Momo, said Goose. I'm sorry too, said Momo. I thought, because you two were such powerful wizards, that you were ready to be ninjas. But being a good ninja isn't about being powerful. It's about self-control and following directions and working together as a team. Are, are you kicking us out of the dojo? asked Arlo, a bit of panic in his voice. Nope. Arlo, Goose, I'm sending you both to the academy. You need to be among your peers, kids your own age, said Momo. There'll always be a place for you at the Valley Town Dojo, said Bulis. We'll keep your places here and whenever you're ready you can rejoin our ranks. Goose began to cry softly. Tears ran down his cheeks. The Valley Town Dojo was the most important family he'd ever known. The only real family he ever had. Even though he knew that he could return to the dojo once he finished school, he was still scared. Ben-Ben stepped forward and hugged Goose. We love you, Goose. You're family. And it's important that you attend the academy. You'll get all the training you need, and you'll make more friends. I know you'll love it. Goose hugged Ben-Ben back. He hugged him harder than he had ever hugged anyone. And Arlo stepped forward, and Bulis and Momo all squeezed in too. It was a big ninja group hug. After they talked some more there at the edge of the dark forest, Arlo and Goose felt much better. They knew it was the right choice. By the time they returned to the dojo, the two young wizards were getting excited about going to school with kids their own age. 
The ninjas helped them pack up their things, and then everyone, Momo, Bulis, Ben-Ben, Tatiana, Tim, and Ray, all went to the academy that night to see that Arlo and Goose arrived there safely. Arlo, Goose, welcome, said Professor Pilsen, who greeted them at the door. Hey, Pilsen, said Master Momo. Mind if we stay the night here with our boys? Then we'll be off in the morning. Of course, Master Momo, said the professor. You and yours are always welcome here. We'll prepare cots shortly. Right now, join us all in the dining hall. Everyone had dinner at the academy, and the next morning, the ninjas said goodbye to Arlo and Goose. The two young wizards were sad to be apart from their ninja family, but were happy and excited to start a new adventure at the academy. The End I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember to check out listener drawings at kidstoriespodcast.com. If you have any story ideas or drawings to share or questions, have your adult help you email me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Adios, friends.